Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Ringside Report MMA. Tonight on the show, we're going to preview UFC Vegas 44. Jose Aldo versus Rob Font coming up this Saturday night. Dana White, the president, has COVID. And Kevin Lee, released by the UFC. Let's go! Yeah. Let's go. Hey, Fred, how you doing? I'm good, you? Yeah, man. Good. You worried about Dana? No, he's great, man. He says he's feeling great, man. Why would I yeah. be worried about Dana, man? I don't know. Guy's worth so much money, man. He could get the best help in the world. Because it's Dana, man. We're always worried about Dana. We're Dana's number one fans over here. We love Dana. We hope Dana's Dana has tough, this. man. Yeah, he's fine. He seems to be fine. Uh, Dana I'm White. about something else. Has COVID. Your Christmas selection, man. AJ, what are you music? worried about? The polka Christmas. The polka okay? Christmas music you're paying. Hey? Can you hear me? Yeah. What was that, man? It was some Hanukkah polka music Christmas. and some Christmas music. I wasn't sure in the beginning what it it's, was. I thought it's maybe, not polka. I, I was like klezmer. It's different. <laughs> Listen, man. The first song that came out, I'm like, oh, that's got to be Dave and Ben. They're singing something. It sounds like them. I don't know what they're singing. It sounds something like maybe Christmas, but... You don't know that song? I know uh, Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. Yeah. Well, the, the other one Why is good, play? too. Um, yeah, That's it's nice. Hanukkah. Oh, Happy yeah, Hanukkah, probably. everybody. Last week, we talked Happy about Hanukkah. Hanukkah during the show. Uh, neither of you guys knew how long Hanukkah was, much to my surprise. No, Hanukkah no, 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 no. is going on right now. I just lit my menorah. We're in night five of Hanukkah. We finally dipped over to the <laughs> other side of the menorah. Night five. Latkes for all. I had latkes a couple nights ago. They were delicious. So good. Did you get them where I told you to get them? No. My dad made them, and I ate them, and they were good. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they were very good latkes. And, uh, yeah, it's Hanukkah. We're in full effect. It's the holiday season. AJ doesn't like the music for some reason, but I don't really care about what AJ thinks. I (laughs) I liked it, man. I just thought it was polka. I'm like, oh, Dave's playing. First I thought you were singing. Then I was like. He's into polka music. What happened to the Snoop Dogg stuff that we used to walk into? Well, we can't use that anymore on YouTube because it would. You yeah. really don't understand how anything works, eh? Man. <laughs> I thought you had bought that. It's amazing that how little like you understand about the internet and YouTube, Listen, despite man, the fact that you've been I'm on for saying. so long. I'm not mad at you. I'm just surprised <laughs> that you know so little. Right, Fred? But, but like, listen, how come man, he doesn't one? pick up on this stuff? You would think at this point. I think the better question is, the better question is because I'm surprised he remembers the song from the old days on, on the radio. But who else sings on that song? Do you know who's the second guy like on that song, AJ? I know it's Snoop. Maybe Snoop Dogg. Uh, it's not Eminem. It's definitely not Vanilla Ice. I don't know, man. Doctor Dre. Doctor who? Yeah, Doctor Dre. I don't know. Doctor Dre. Yeah, that's that's who it is. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Exactly. World famous it? producer. Was that right? Yeah, the headphones. Beats by Dre. Yeah. You got it, it, AJ. You got it, buddy. You're on the Are ball tonight. Serious? Wow. Damn. Wow. Shout out to Angelo who says, wake up, AJ. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I'm kind of sick, man. I don't have COVID. Just so you know, we had to do another test yesterday, Dave. Really? Fred, no joke. We had to. My poor kid has, like, nostrils the size of a boxer at this point. He's not even two – well, he's two years old now, and he's had, like, five COVID tests. It's ridiculous. 
this is it's out of control, man. The kids' nostrils are the size of loonies. But the thing is this is that I'm dead tired. I'm running on empty. Like, where's my coffee? I'm drinking coffee, man. I usually don't drink this shit at this time of the night, but I need it. I've got a tear coming out of my eye because I got some virus from my kid. God knows what I have. I feel like Niagara Falls. So if I'm crying, it's not because I'm like depressed or whatever, or the polka music got to me or Christmas. It's because the kid has another virus, gastroenteritis, all this kind of crazy shit, and he had to go get a COVID test. So we had to go to the Jewish and we had to get another COVID test, which I must say, they're very, very efficient. If you want to go get a COVID test, go to the Jewish. These guys have it like laid out perfectly, man. They know what they're doing. Happy Hanukkah on that note. <laughs> I hope you told him that at least. You wish Happy Hanukkah. All that I to say. That. All that to say. Happy Hanukkah. Hey, it's little Susie. Hey, Hi, Susie. Susie. Bedtime. Hey, look at that. Freddie with an invasion. Susie, look at that kid. Hi, Susie. Je t'aime. Je t'aime. Hey, Freddie, she. She hasn't done any COVID tests, has she? Yeah, she's had a couple, at least uh, oh, one or two. Damn, I mean, every time man. somebody's sick, man, they push that on you. So, you know, Look. yeah, she's been through it. Alfred also, always negative, though. I've yeah, never taken negative. my son to a COVID test. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I just keep him home. You know, Babe, it, ain't, like, it ain't pretty, man. Yeah, I that's did it. it. Once I don't where want I had that. to be in there. My kid, I think I was more traumatized than 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 Caden. But the thing is, is that it's horrendous. I don't understand why they're stuffing shit up these kids' to, like noses, even adults. Because now you could do it like through orally, just like swab and out. Yeah. I like you know. I just don't get it. In the mouth. And now we're going into another over, way. Uh, in the up mouth. the nose. AJ likes it in the Listen. mouth, right? AJ. Well, better than up the butt. But uh, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I mean, don't think uh, you could do COVID tests there, buddy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, man, at one point they were talking about that in the beginning. There was actual talk about, like, swabbing up there. That was in the beginning with uh, Dr. Fauci, who's not Italian, by the way. I don't know <laughs> what that has to do with that. <laughs> AJ takes things to, like, it sounds weird. Italian. He does sound like Anthony Fauci. He's not Italian, AJ? Are you sure? No, no, no. no, no, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't right. think so. It's just another AJ fact. All right, just saying, man. I think Look he must. I mean, he all these sounds. Kids. It sounds pretty Italian, no? Anthony Fauci. What? What is he if he's not Italian? He's from Brooklyn. He's a Fugazi. That's what he is, man. He's a Fugazi. That's I don't I know. I think he might Fugazi. be Italian. He seems Italian. I don't know. I think he might have been of Italian ancestry. I mean, he seems from Brooklyn. Anthony Fauci. That guy from Brooklyn. His I paternal grandparents, Antonio Fauci and Collegira Guardino, were from Siachka. And his maternal... <laughs> I don't know. And his maternal grandparents were from Naples. He's Italian. What? From my He's mom's like, home? Yeah, That's where my, maybe we're relatives for all I know now. Yeah, AJ, wow. he's a hundred percent Italian. I don't know what you're saying over there. Damn it, he's from Naples. Um, silent by <laughs> deadly. Silent by deadly, saying I've I've ever heard of Hanukkah. What is Hanukkah? Hanukkah's a Jewish holiday. <laughs> I don't really know where you're from. Silent by deadly. Maybe you don't have Jews over there, but it's a pretty popular uh, holiday. I don't know. I know Lorne, Lorne out in Kotze Luke knows all about Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, my friend. 
Happy Hanukkah, Brooklyn Lizard. I don't know if you're Jewish, but I know a lot of Jews live in Brooklyn, so shout out to you. Brooklyn oh, yeah, Lizard huge, huge well. community. Actually, right. I, like between Montreal I think that there are and, more and Jews, New York. More Jews in New York than in Israel somehow. Like, there's there are... Oh, yeah. I heard something like that. Like there are more Jews in New York than Israel. I'm what sure is the population still, of but... Israel? Because that doesn't seem to make sense. There's a lot of people in New York, Fred. <laughs> and most of them seem to be I know, Jews. but man, I mean, come on, man. Israel's a country. I think it's the yeah, big... The, I don't the know. Maybe you're right, man. The um, community outside of Israel is in New York City. And Montreal is like not far behind. We have Israel, population, 9.2 million. Uh-huh. New, New, All York, right. New York City population... Uh, yeah, about 10 million. Yeah, about 10 million. Yeah, well, I don't know. So Maybe. it's impossible. It's not impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's not like everybody that's so in... So 90% of New York is Jewish? Was 90% of Israel Jewish? <laughs> Maybe it's the biggest I mean, grouping of Jews anywhere outside of Israel. All right, I'll give you that. That's Maybe it's outside of Israel. AJ? AJ's Man, right. AJ was saying that. AJ yeah. doesn't know how many I'm days there are in Hanukkah, but he's got all the Jewish facts. He thinks there's about 14 <laughs> days in Hanukkah. Yeah. Angelo this wants us to talk up. MMA. We'll get to it, Angelo. Don't you worry. Angelo. A, I mean, uh, what's really going on Angelo, here? <laughs> Angelo gets upset all the time. We're going to well, talk listen, about Dana White, in. who's got COVID. Dana White has COVID, but he's been vaccinated. He's fully vaccinated, so you're supposed to have... Uh, fewer symptoms is not supposed to be as bad if you get vaccinated. So they say that's why I got vaccinated because they said, oh, if you get covid uh, you and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean if I get covid? I thought I wouldn't get covid if I got vaccinated. And they're like, well, you can still get it, but it won't be so bad. And I was like, all right, I guess I guess that seems all right. Uh, so Dana well, you White, through, you got it. In, yeah. Huh? I was going to say he got it when it was Thanksgiving, right? It was around that time. Yeah, Dana got it around Thanksgiving. And now he, yeah. he currently has it. He's hoping to test negative by this weekend so he could attend the fights. He lost his, his taste and smell. COVID, <laughs> six COVID mentions. Yeah, it's going to happen a lot because we're talking about Dana White who has COVID. So, you know, get ready. Uh, Dana White's got the Rona and he's vaccinated. He lost his taste and smell for like a day or a day and a half. He took some things that Joe Rogan told him to take and they seem to help. But also, you know, the symptoms were mild and they seemed to go away as well. So maybe the – I think it was like an IV drip and things like that um, that uh, Dana White was taking. Nothing crazy. I think he took ivermectin as well, which is, I guess, controversial for some people. I don't know. By Dr. Rogan. Yeah, but By he – Dr. Rogan. He, I like that Dana White gets COVID and the first phone call he makes is to Joe Rogan who is now the expert on COVID treatment, which that, just that alone, I find strange. Like, at a certain point, I think Joe Rogan should say, hey, you know, I've done research on this, and I know what's worked for me, but, like, stop calling me when you get COVID because I'm not a doctor, and I shouldn't be giving medical advice to people because, like, even me, if I thought I knew what I was doing, at a certain point, I'd be like, you know... I don't want people in the media going to me because what if one of these guys takes too much ivermectin or whatever or drops dead and then people blame me? Like, I, I don't want that that on my conscience. I, I don't know. I don't know why Joe Rogan's giving medical advice. So you wouldn't share the knowledge, man, by fear of hurting cool, somebody? I, yeah. You could save uh, people also. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. Sure. I would share knowledge. But I would try to tell the people, like, don't say you consulted with 
Joe Rogan because this Aaron Rodgers quarterback guy was like, I consulted with Joe Rogan to deal with COVID. And then Dana White is like, I consulted with Joe Rogan. It's a little like, okay, Joe Rogan's not a doctor. And Joe Rogan. But he consulted with a doctor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, come on. His treatment comes from a doctor. Oh, my He's God. just sharing the knowledge. I mean, fucking Joe point, Rogan, they? Dana White, right, got Aaron Rodgers, they're all worth over $100 million, man. I believe they got enough money to get good treatment, get good info. Like, I'm not too worried about any of these guys, man. I mean, if you're worth that much money, you should be getting good treatment. Would you get medical advice from Joe Rogan? Would you take yeah. medical advice well, from I mean, Joe Rogan? I mean, he fucking got, he, 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 he got better in like uh, 24 hours, man. Props to him. You want me to get uh, well, advice Joe? from... Oscar De La Hoya, who went to the hospital and was like on the IV. Why would I want that? Give me the Joe well, Rogan the experience. Well, how about that was this? The cocaine, man. How about we don't get medical advice from Joe Rogan or Oscar De La Hoya? How about that? I think that's the world I want to live in. Well, we're not taking medical <laughs> advice from Joe Rogan, promoter of Alpha Brain and fucking DMT and all sorts of fucking weird shit that he tells you to do. Okay, Joe Rogan, who's yoked to the gills at like 55 years old, who's super red everywhere he goes. I don't know what Joe Rogan is on, but he seems strange. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not taking Joe hey, Rogan's this, medical don't advice. Joe, man. We love Joe Rogan, man. Don't you, say that, Dave. You love Joe Rogan. Yeah, we're the second best show like on the net. You yeah, know that. Whatever. You love Joe Rogan. I, I don't love Joe Rogan. I think he's Number one, right. Joe Rogan. He's fine. Listen. Listen, he's do you know person. how like that? He, he's a cool guy, man. He's very knowledgeable. He loves aliens. He talked with George. He's, he's like. He, Great, man. He talked about the horse pills, everything. The guy knows his shit, man. Let's give him some credit. Um, I don't. I'm not I giving him credit. Dave, Dave, I think Dave, he's Dave. confused about some things. We're never going to make that 300 million on Spotify now. Listen. Um. Did you see how uh, how Dana knew that he was uh, COVID positive? Did you read that part? He goes into his like sauna and usually he dabs like eucalyptus all over the place and you know sniffs it in. He like he dabs it and he's like I can't smell shit. So he grabs the bottle of eucalyptus and believe me, eucalyptus is powerful. We use that at the, at the gym. Puts it to his face, smells nothing. He knew right there. It's time to call Joe, and he did. That's what he did. <laughs> eucalyptus. I gotta call Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh my god, I just broke my man, arm. Listen, I better call Joe Rogan. He'll tell me what to do. Well, that's what Connor, listen, man, he was with Connor when Connor broke his leg, man. Yeah, and and, and Joe, Joe treated him, him performed the surgery <laughs> and everything. For sure. What? What? Yeah, you, you guys are hating on Joe Rogan, man. He's helping people. I'm not man. Freddy, it's a good not thing. me, man. I'm, almost I'm not like, hating. It, it seems like you guys wish Joe Rogan would kill somebody, man. Come on, man. Rogan's what? there to help, me. man. He's telling no. everybody to consult a doctor. He's I not telling anybody think... to go buy it on the black market or whatever. He's telling them what? to consult a doctor, man. No, he's Let's prescribing things. By a doctor. No, Joe is telling, telling you what to take. Joe went to a doctor, got his own medical advice that is suitable for Joe, and then is giving other people the same advice that was given to him, whether or not but, that's but suitable for taken, other people, I don't know. But what he, the he problem is, taken is was prescribed by a doctor, so like you can't do, do false prescriptions, man. He, he has to tell people to go yeah, see a doctor. But, I would think. But Anyways, Dana White man. may have an underlying medical condition that Joe Rogan doesn't have, and Joe could be like, "Yeah, take this." That's but Dana for the has doctor this to find out when he well, does yeah. the prescription. Well, Dana should go and consult the doctor for sure. But I think that the main point that I'm trying to make here, guys, 
is that no one should be taking medical advice from a UFC color commentator slash comedian slash podcaster I mean, slash Bigfoot enthusiast. It worked for Aaron Rodgers. I want to know that info. You're crazy. If I get COVID, I want that info. Somebody help me. Get, get it to me. Listen, man, it worked for three fucking hundred millionaires. Freddie's got a it's point. Like, uh, Freddie's on the ball. The three of them together are worth half a billion dollars, probably. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if you'll have the same access. I don't know if you have the same access that they get because they're super rich. Well, Well, there you go. He's got a point there. He's got a point there, too. Okay. What? What are you saying, AJ? Who's got a point? (laughs) You. You got a point. Yeah, I know. But you're Uh, super rich. You can get whatever the hell you want. All right. How about this? Uh, Jeff Neal. You guys know who Jeff Neal is? He fights in the UFC. He was supposed to fight Santiago Ponzinibbio next weekend at UFC 269 on the pay-per-view. But uh, last week, he was arrested for driving while intoxicated and unlawful carrying of a weapon. So that's where? Not smart. In Texas. Where but he in lives. in Texas, you're allowed guns. Well, I apparently, don't understand that. Maybe not while you're driving drunk. Maybe you're allowed to have a gun, but maybe not while... Is shooting the John Jones style at homeless people? No. So then what the hell's the problem? Well, he was arrested You're while driving ca- drunk. How about that? For starters. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. But with the gun in Texas, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I got to look into this. You think it's okay uh, to be driving drunk with a gun, too? I think if no, you're driving drunk listen, and you have the gun, it's an drive, additional charge. Sure. It's not complicated. No, no, no. But usually they have it in a concealed case and... And whatnot, and if they carry it on them, they have the registration for that and whatnot. But if he had the gun in his hand and driving with one hand and, and doing cowboy style, like, yeah, for sure he's going to get arrested. But this is not good. I'm looking it up right now. It's like, yeah, he got arrested in the middle of the night on Thanksgiving Day. What a way yeah. to spend Thanksgiving. What's up with these guys, man? It makes no sense. So now I he's going to be out of his fight. Talking about. Who is it again? Jeff, Jeff Neal. Neal. Jeff Neal. Oh, Jeff Neal. Do you think the UFC... Yeah, exactly. But do you think the UFC (laughs) lets him fight? It was on the main pay-per-view next weekend. Santiago Ponzinibbio is a pretty big opponent. Does the UFC let him fight, or do they just say, ah, we'll let, you know, we'll we'll pull him from the card and maybe try to reschedule when the courts kind of deal with it? Or do they say, ah, well, the courts are are dealing with it, and while he deals with this thing, we're going to keep letting him fight because he's not in jail right now, so he'll fight next weekend. So far, the UFC hasn't said anything, but I wonder what they'll do. Bets? Fred, does he fight next weekend or not? I'm going to say probably not, right? I'm going to say no, mostly because who the fuck is Jeff Neal? Like, yeah. why would you want a PR nightmare over Jeff Neal? Like, if it was Conor McGregor, if it was, like, John Jones, I say, yeah, probably he fights. But, I mean, this is Jeff Neal. To me, Jeff Neal is a basketball player for the Spurs a long time ago. I got no clue who he is. <laughs> But because it's Jeff Neal, maybe it flies under the radar so much, no one really knows. Those who know, know. Those who don't, don't really care, you know? But there's no reason why Jeremy Stevens fight, like, right after being arrested or something. Did he end up fighting? Yeah. Look, you you can look at many cases. You can look at uh, when Charles Rodin fought Desmond Green. Desmond Green was on charge. Like, he wasn't convicted yet, but he fought Charles Rodin. And he actually killed two people, I think maybe three people, on a, a, a DWI, mm-hmm. uh, like, full of cocaine on him, uh, alcohol. He, like, he murdered people with his vehicle. 
Okay. And he was still fighting in the UFC. He fought Charles Rodin, and I think he had another fight. And then after that, right now, he's like, he's in jail. I think he got like 20-something years. And this is but why I'm the case was like Jeff, pending. Well, the case was pending, but Jeff yeah. Neal, I mean, he did get arrested. He's still going to go to court. He's still technically innocent, right, until proven guilty. Yeah. So he's going to fight for sure. There's no way they're going to not take him off the card. Uh, he's going to fight, and whatever happens after that, you know, let it be. But look at John Jones, how much shit he's done. You think John Jones has done worse than that? Man, you John just Jones gotta, had a loaded gun. You can't like firing. Help it. We're not talking about John Steve, Jones. I'm just saying it as it is. We're not talking about John Jones. We're going to compare. I We're not comparing. Desmond You're the only one comparing. Guns, Anytime guns, anybody John gets Jones. arrested, you always go to John Jones. Listen, man, how can you not? He has just about everything you can imagine. Listen, how many other fighters do you know that are like driving with, with guns other than Jeff right. Neal and John Jones? This isn't a con <laughs> conversation about John Jones. This is a conversation about Jeff Neal. You think... Well, actually... <laughs> you think that uh, John Jones, or sorry, John Jones, Jeff Neal will will fight next weekend, and Freddie thinks that he won't fight. I wonder what's going to happen. You guys should you guys should place a bet as well. Oh, and Doug Hepburn, you, Doug Hepburn says he just scored the Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest action figures for me. So he wants to me to email the shipping address, and he'll send them off tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right, Doug, I'll send you the address for that, and then I'll send you something in return about that. Doug Hepburn, hooking it up. Finding action figures for me in uh, Kingston, Ontario. All right, guys? Ooh, I got people. Cool, I got people everywhere. Doug, you got to look at a Walmart, try to find those WWE plushes next. Ontario is stacked. And we, we need to find the Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash and the Billy Gunn Legends uh, WWE action figures as well. The Kevin Nash and the Billy Gunn. I want We're an looking a for those. AEW action figure, the cooking meth punk one. They don't have that. They haven't made a CM Punk action figure uh, yet. I think you want an MJF. Meth. I can get you an MJF if you want, Fred. I know you like him. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I know you will. You love it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Felicia Spencer I'll retired from MMA. celebrate Hanukkah with him. There you go. Felicia Spencer, 31 years old. She just won on November 13th in the UFC, Canadian fighter. She's retiring. She wants to protect her brain from, uh, you know, damage. Interesting move. Her. Doesn't happen very often. I mean, she got to the title shot. She wasn't able to do it. I think she figures, eh, move on, do something else. Well, she's got a point. I mean, she's you know, probably not. A lot of... Like, she's not making huge money and all that. Like, I could understand that. Why, why put yourself through uh, things that are going to leave, like, some marks for the rest of your life? So props to her. And she, she did a, she did well still, you know, earning a title shot. Like, she had a nice career. Props to her. Yeah. And you know what? It, it doesn't surprise me because there was a lot of talk uh, over the last week with uh, Rose uh, Gracie, uh, the daughter of Rory and Gracie. She's been uh, putting out, like, uh, a lot of, like, talks about CT awareness and whatnot and how the MMA should be criminally, uh, they're criminally negligent, uh, you know, based on their fighters and, and, and whatnot. So it's kind of interesting that she's retiring based on that. And you have like uh, Rose Gracie, that's like really like pushing that, that issue, which they, she has a point. Like we really don't know. And if you look at some of these fighters, like years back, we could look at BJ Penn and his behavior. We can look at like, you know, so many guys, man. And, 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 They've done some pretty crazy things. Is it attributed to, like, 
you know, a lot of like brain trauma. Who knows? But it could be a possibility, man. So look at George. George got out, and George is good. But you know, I'll tell you what, man. He does I'm not getting aliens. any advice from Doctor AJ though. Definitely, like we were talking about. <laughs> That's worse than Rogan's advice. Much worse, for sure. What? What yeah. the hell? I didn't, I didn't tell you to take eucalyptus and sniff it, man. I just gave you like the facts, man. Mind you, ginseng is very good for the brain, by the way. Just okay. telling you, I'm like, just telling you. Doctor AJ is telling you that, and I'm sure Rogan takes it himself. Ginseng, good for the brain what and the good for the head. If you know you what I'm talking, talking about. What the fuck? Ginseng, man. No. Um, so yeah, I think it makes sense to retire. I mean, um, it's brain damage. Every time you're going in there, you're taking brain damage and you don't know what the long-term effects are. And if she wants to do something else, if she's got plans outside of fighting, good for her. Good for her. Kevin Lee, not happy. He got released by the UFC. He's lost four of his last five though to some good fighters, but still he's lost a lot of fights. So you wonder. because he's only 29 years old, man. Like it's... Well, I don't know. He'll have a career he'll going forward. He'll end up forward. in Bellator. Yeah, Bellator, he'll end up in Bellator. PFL, whatever. Maybe uh, Khabib's tr- uh, new promotion. Combat. Maybe the Triad combat. combat, yes, that we watched last weekend. Khabib's got Listen, a promotion, it, Eagle FC, that's been Russian-based, but he plans to go to the States with it in 2022. So maybe Khabib will sign Kevin Lee. Uh, you know what? I can't wait for that to happen. But i got to say something, Dave, before we go any further with the Triad combat. Because on our last show... If you, if you listen to our last show, I did a lot of dissing on the Toblerone promotion. And I was, like, talking about it and dissing it. And I'm saying it was a joke and this and that. And then me and you watched it. Freddie, did you watch it? No, Freddie was doing NASCAR, I think. But no, I I'm sleeping. telling you, man. Man, it was... It was man, I saw the highlights, boxing, man. Frank Mir almost died. Well, Frank Mir, yeah, almost died. He looked like... When you want to see what a punch drunk looks like... That was punch drunk, man. That was like the Flintstones on crack. But other than that, I mean, the whole concept, the boxing versus MMA, and the fights that took place in that triangle ring, which actually was really interesting. I'm telling you, I I, I got in there with a lot of, like, you know, um, pessimism. I was, like, dissing it, everything that you can imagine. And in the end, I ate my own words because it was hell loaded with excitement, man. I was freaking out. I was watching it on big screen. I was, like... All into it. I was talking with Dave. Dave, you got to give him credit, man. That was one hell of a show, man. Wow. It was pretty good. It, it was not bad. I didn't hate it altogether. The fights were kind of entertaining. It was a weird mixed boxing style. They built it as MMA versus boxing. They had uh, Rampage representing for Team MMA and that other guy, uh, but- let, Let's Go Champ, there talking whatever that guy's name was, the boxing guy, and they were kind of jaw-jacking. And the fights weren't terrible. They were kind of weird, but they weren't bad. Yeah, Fred? No, there was... When I say guys, like, some MMA guys do not respect, like, boxing. Man, Frank Mir had no business fighting that guy, man. They're just not the same striking level, man. Like, they're not. The other guy's a fucking elite striker, and Frank Mir's an MMA guy who's, like, versatile, who's probably more known for his jiu-jitsu, decent striker, but decent MMA striker, like, nothing to do with boxing. Man, like, uh, 
he didn't look good, and it could have ended very badly for him. Like it, he probably still feels it. But yeah. Anyways, man, that that whoever put that fight on, man, come on, man. Yeah, the mere 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 lost the, the main event. Mir lost to Kubrat Pulev via TKO in the first round. Alexander Flores wound up beating Matt Mitrione in the co-main event. But other than that, all the yeah. But other than that, all, knocked him, knocked him down. all the MMA fighters wound up beating the boxers on the rest of the card. Uh, well, pretty even much. with the Mitrione fight, the Mitrione fight, which I'm kind of surprised that that um, Mitrione didn't win because he knocked he knocked him down. Like a clear knockdown, and and look, I I not to be like biased. I'm looking at the fight, but it looked like Mitrione won by a slight edge because of that knockdown. But overall, man, it was some really good fights. And you're going back to uh, Frank Mir. He fought Pulev. Pulev was 28 and two, and he fought in 2020 against Anthony Joshua. And that's the difference, man. This guy came in and pummeled Frank Mir. Frank Mir, he he was throwing heavy hands. But he got clipped, and man, when he staggered, I really thought he was... It was just a weird thing where I'm like, I think the guy died standing up. It was that heavy of a hit. But um, there was no business for Frank Mir to be in a ring with that guy. Like, that was the most offsided thing. You know, maybe it was a setup because, you know what, in case boxing lost all the way, the main card would be a definite knockout for Polev, which it, which it was. But uh, regardless, it was exciting, man. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the next ones. And it was uh, actually... You know, more than I expected. And you know what? I got to see Bass Rooted in there. It was really cool, man. It was a good night of fights, man. Uh, my favorite part was Metallica. Before the main event. That was pretty weird, man. That was amazing. They had Metallica. And that's what I realized. I was like, I was watching this this weird triangle <laughs> boxing show. And I'm like, how did they get 20,000 people to come to this arena to watch this thing? And they kept showing a packed house, 20,000 people, 20,000 people. Yeah. And I was like, wow, how did they get 20,000 people to show up? <laughs> and then, and then, before the main event, Metallica comes on stage. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they're on stage at a different venue, right? That's like via yeah, satellite. Exactly. They're not really there. But no, they were really there. They played like three songs. They did the main event. And then after the main event... In the same venue, there was a full-length Metallica concert, and it was, but you know what was fantastic. Like that was my favorite part of the whole show—just the live Metallica concert. I loved it, man. It was weird, man. It what was a weird, show! But you know what was weird when they did no, Master you know the of Puppets. Was? They did Master of Puppets before the main event. I was like, yeah, let's just stick to this. Fantastic, man. But they, but what so was weird good. about all that is that. Ah, you James Hetfield, so cool. Sorry, shut up, AJ. I'm I'm gonna go on and on about Metallica. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I like Metallica. You guys like no, Metallica? I, they were okay. I was like, they're all right. I wasn't like my favorite. Oh but, man, but I loved honest, it. I mean, if you compare that to some other Triller events where like Justin Bieber plays before the main event, this one we had fucking Metallica. I was like, yeah, yeah good hell yeah. <laughs> Good point, man. But what I was going to say is what was weird about it is that sometimes they were like the camera was panning the crowd and you're like, holy shit, there's a huge, like a huge crowd there. But yeah. then when you look at them, the ring is at the far end, the triangle ring. Yeah, they don't the care about end, the ring. And they're not even facing towards the ring. And I'm like, why the fuck is everybody turned around? Because they're the there to see Metallica, the brother. They don't give a because shit about I, those fights. That's why I didn't know that Metallica was there, that whole thing. And I'm like, why is everybody turned away from the ring? It's so weird, man. It was just like, I don't know, maybe there's a big screen because they can't see the Toblerone ring. 
I don't know. But then when you told me Metallica is playing, I'm like, most of those people were turned towards the stage, man. Nobody was watching the fights. I'm like, okay, man. But they were good fights regardless. Crazy night, man. What is with this shit? This like, you know, combat sports. Look, I dissed the triangle thing. It was exciting. But overall, man, it's like trying to change the game of football. I think they tried to bring in one time like the lingerie football. And they tried to bring in like uh, some type of football. I forgot what it was. Like uh, some other form of football. You can't beat the NFL. You can't change the NFL rules. You can't change the CFL. You can't change the CFL rules. What? And you know what? You can't change the, the game of combat too much. Mm. A ring is, you know, a, a boxing ring is, is square. Uh, you know, I think I forgot who it was, if it was Angelo or whoever said it last week. They're right. An octagon's the octagon. You know, Bellator, that, that's about it. But, like, anything else with, like, these dip, dives, ravines, uh, moats, like the triangle ring, you know, is, I mean, it's like, I don't know. In some ways, they're kind of cheaping, cheapening the uh, the game of boxing. They're cheapening the game of MMA, okay. you know. And yeah, I don't know. It's just like it was exciting, but somehow or another, I found it wrong. Like you know, you bring in Metallica to, like it just doesn't make sense, man. I don't know. When it's really good, you don't need any like sticks, you hmm. know. But anyways, I liked it. I love seeing Metallica. I thought the fighting was all right, but Metallica was the best part by far. What's your favorite Metallica song, friend? You like Metallica? Oh, yeah, I like Metallica. What's the name of that song? Uh, Brock Lesnar came in on the uh, UFC 100. Enter Sandman. Oh, Enter Sandman. Yeah, yeah, Enter Sandman. Exactly. I like <laughs> yeah. For Whom the That's, Bell Tolls. Yeah. For Whom the Bell Tolls. You know what the cra- You know what the craziest part is? Muscles Marco, when he was a limo driver back in the in the days. He actually drove around Metallica, and he actually <laughs> has some stuff from Metallica. Yeah, he drove Metallica all around. He was telling me, we went to go see the soccer game. He's like, you know, I came through the tunnel here with Metallica. It was, like, really crazy, and I got the comb off of, like, that singer there and whatever. I'm like, what? His comb, like, his hairbrush. I'm like, Marco, what the fuck? Sell it, man. But he got, like, all kinds of stuff, and he says that they were so cool. I said, like, were they dicks or whatever? He goes, no, man. They were so cool, man. They were, like, he loved them. So, you know. Even Lars. the bad, but. I've heard Lars can be a little. No, you said that they they were awesome, man. They okay. were really awesome, and and Muscles Marco, man, had firsthand knowledge. What do you he used think to drive about everybody? He drove you to Kevin Lee everybody. getting released by the UFCs, coming off a loss to Daniel Rodriguez, coming off a loss before I'm that surprised. though to the world champion Charles Oliveira, but he's had trouble making weight. He's gone up and down, and his last fight not only did old, he, not only did he lose, but he tested positive for Adderall, so there was a drug test failure as well with the loss. He is young, but he's lost a lot of fights, and maybe he's seen his best days. I'm not sure if he has, but, you know, this is one of those deals where I think the UFC decided it's not going in the right direction. He became a star pretty young. He's probably worth Uh, more, you know, he's probably costs more money than they figure he's worth, and they decided to let him go. I think he could go on and have a successful MMA career outside of the UFC, Maybe in, uh, you know, bare-knuckle boxing, too, or triad fighting or whatever, you know? But uh, I didn't see him as one of the top five, top ten in the lightweight division right now. So, But... but Dave, there's more than that. He's he's the reason why they're really getting rid of him is, is that he's on a six month suspension suspension uh, for uh, substance abuse. That's what it comes down to. So there's something more to it. It's not um, 
a performance enhancing drug, whatever it is, there's a substance there. Uh, he's been suspended from the Nevada State Athletic Commission. So I think that's why they, they're getting rid of him. Because at 29 years old, you're, you're right. It's not like you had like, you had an up and down, like, you know, a couple of years. But, you know, it has to be more than that. Who knows what that substance is? But he's on a six-month uh, suspension. So I think that factored in. And you know what? Uh, you know, it, I think they're going to start releasing a lot of guys. Because if you start seeing a lot of the guys that are coming up, man, you know, they have a lot of new players coming up. They don't need to keep a lot of these guys that have been just drifting for the last little while. You know, it costs a lot of money, man, to keep these guys on the roster. They have a super deep roster, too. They've got new guys coming up all the time, ready to take the place. So uh, they're not hurting I'll for talent. I'll say the contender series. They're not hurting for talent. I think yeah. he's always been a little overrated. Like, honestly, he got an interim title shot against Tony Ferguson after beating Michael Chiesa, which is probably his best win. You know, he also has a win against Barbosa, but... I don't know. I, I've never been really sold on, on Kevin Lee. Like, I felt he, they, they brought him up too quick. Like, he's a decent fighter, but they were selling him as a, a contender, and I didn't really believe it. And look, uh, maybe the best thing for him is to get out of the UFC because there's a lot of – in the UFC, there was a lot of expectation around him. If he ends up going to, to Bellator or whatever else, Maybe, you know, the, the pressure is a little less, the, the competition may be a little lower, and he could get a good winning streak. And, and since he's already a name, if, like, let's say he would were to become lightweight champion at Bellator or welterweight champion at Bellator, you know, that could be something for him in the future. So good luck to him. Like I said, I'm not convinced he, he's really championship material, but, hey, maybe out of the UFC he'll be able to, to bloom better. Just 29 but years old, Freddie, you never know. You know, he's got a big future. Freddie, just 29. It's it's still very young. Look, he's fought he's fought Tony Ferguson, which was a really good fight. He's beat, like, Edson Barboza. He beat, like, uh, Michael Chiesa. I mean, the guy had capabilities to, to be really, really... No, he lost to Ferguson, but it was a good fight, man. It was a good fight. It, it was close. But what I'm saying is, is that he had the capabilities to really go the distance. But obviously, it's not panned out. I think there's more to it with this suspension. Um... But, yeah, you're right. If he goes to somewhere where, like, maybe Bellator, where the competition might be a little bit different, I think he has a good possibility. But it really depends on, uh, you know, what his mental state is. We just don't know. Well, we'll see, and I wish him the best. Maybe Bellator. Speaking of Bellator, Sergio Pettis, Kyoji Horiguchi is the main event tomorrow night. Bellator's final event of 2021 at the Mohegan Sun Arena in Uncasville, Connecticut. Pettis defending that Bellator Bantamweight Championship against Horiguchi. It's a pretty solid main event there. Pretty good. Sergio Pettis is coming in as the underdog right now. Yeah, Pettis, man, this doesn't uh, surprise me. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. Horiguchi's been looking really no, good. Horiguchi he's is a risen, risen Bantamweight champion, former Bellator Bantamweight champion. He's been, he's been training at ATT. I've been looking at this guy. They've been saying he's like the their best fighter. You know, so... That's something to look for. He wants to come in and win this. And then I'm telling you, he was talking about, like, you know, hopefully getting into the UFC and whatnot and getting that belt there. But this guy is – there's a reason why he's the favorite. And if I had to put my money down on uh, a fight outside of the UFC, you know, I think he's he's going to win it. Right now, Horiguchi minus 193, the favorite. Pettis one, plus 154, the underdog. I agree with you. I think Horiguchi has been on a tear. I remember uh, being in the building to see Kyoji Horiguchi lose to Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson years ago. I don't know if you guys wow. were at that one. 
Uh, it was a main event UFC 186 back in uh, 2015 in Montreal. Very few people attended that event. It was, uh, I think, the last UFC pay-per-view ever in Montreal, and I don't know if they'll ever do one again because they had like 7,000 people for it. It was bad. But uh, hell of a fight, and Demetrius Johnson wound up submitting Horiguchi with one second left in the fifth and final round in that fight. They fought for 24 minutes and 59 seconds. Horiguchi tapped with a second left in the fight. He was dominated that night by uh, Demetrius, but ever since then, he has won pretty much all of his fights. He has been smashing through everybody. He's won, what, 14 fights since that night? He's been on a tear, and I think he uh, tears it up and becomes the Bellator Bantamweight champion tomorrow, so... I'm happy. I remember I met uh, Horiguchi as well before the fight. I talked to him. I interviewed him. Nice guy. Really? Nice guy. Wow. You have, you, man, you should put that up on air again. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I don't know where that is. I'm sure it's somewhere. But, uh, yeah, Horiguchi, he fought here. I saw Horiguchi. I like Horiguchi. So I think he wins tomorrow night for Bellator. How about Saturday night? We've got uh, UFC Vegas, Jose Aldo versus Rob Font. That's your main event. It's, it's a, a tough one. one. It's a tough one, man. I, I'm going, uh, you know, back and forth on this one. Aldo is, of course, one of the best ever. He's coming into this fight. Bet 99 has him as plus 122, the underdog. Rob Font, minus 150, the favorite. Doug Hepburn, obey your master, master. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> it's a tough one, Dave. This is a it's tough really one to tough. Pick, man. It's really tough. I'm kind of leaning towards Jose Aldo, but I was really impressed that Rob Font was able to go five rounds of Cody Garbrandt in his last fight and beat him by decision. I was impressed by the fact that, you know, Aldo, he had to go to a split decision with Marlon Moray. She wound up losing, but a lot of people thought he won, but it was a close fight with Marlon. Whereas Rob Font, when he fought Marlon, stopped him in the first round. So I can see why Rob Font is the favorite. At the same time, I think Aldo is very good. He's very well-rounded. He's a brilliant fighter. The leg kicks, the ability, the fight IQ. Jose Aldo's got a lot going for him. And I'm just not sure. I'm really on the fence with this one. What do you Look think, Look at UFC AJ? 265. Look at UFC 265, man, when he fought uh, Pedro Munoz. Look, it was like, it was ridiculous, man. That was... You looked at Aldo and you're like, holy smokes, man. It looks like the old Aldo with his boxing, like, so much better. I mean, he was training with the Brazilian Marine boxing team. I mean, this guy has improved that level of his game. But he looks so damn good. The only problem is, is that he's 5-5 five and five now. Like, you know, in, in, his last, in his last fights. And you're looking at Font. When Font fought um, Cody, man, it was ridiculous. It's just hard for me to pick, man. It really I'm just hoping that Aldo can continue where he left off on his last fight. And if he does the way he did, man, he could beat Font. The only thing is he's thirty five years old, man. I don't know if he if he has it in him. But to Font be able is thirty four distance with Font. He's not that much yeah, older man, than Font. Font's thirty four. But Aldo he's he's got more wear and tear on him. I see that. I don't know. I'm I'm really this is a toss up fight. I think this is a coin toss. I'm not really sure. He, uh, my heart's with Aldo, Look, but my brain says Font. I'm not putting this on my parlay. I wouldn't put money on this fight whatsoever. I'd stay away from this fight. If I had to pick, you know, back against the wall, I'd say. Look, the only Rob, thing. That I'd say Rob Font. That... 
Honest, that's tough. Look, if I, Rob I think Font Rob stays Font. away from the body shots, if Rob Font stays away from the body shots from Aldo and, and, and away, away from that pocket, he's going to be able to win this fight. He's got amazing jabs. He's a much taller fighter than, than, than Aldo, but it's the body shots. When Aldo throws those body shots, there's no one in the game that throws more devastating shots than him. You can almost feel it. You can hear it in the crowd, those shots. Boom. That's the thing. If Font is able to stay away from that, he's going to win this fight. And you're right. My heart is with Aldo. But, you know, if you're looking at the overall like, statistics and whatnot, man. Oof. Tough. Font can win this. Font can win this. And he can take him out. I'm telling you, his jabs are devastating. And if he can, like, wear down Aldo, man, yeah. he's going to win it. He can he's go the sharp. distance. There's no doubt about it. He's sharp, man. Yeah. This is no joke. Rob Font is no joke. All right. So, so look, I guess we're both going to... with Font. Yeah, I'm going with Font on this. All right. I hate to say it because Aldo has been like my favorite, but and he looked so good in his last fight. But man, if he was fighting anybody else other than Font, I'd give it to Aldo. But I don't know. The bold Italian going you... with Font. You like that one? You get it. What Font? if he was fighting Peter Jan? I mean, Aldo loses to the top guys. So yeah, Rob Font. Yeah, Rob you're Font right. Is, uh... You're right. Rob Font is a tough guy, man. I'm still going to go with the sentimental pick, man. Jose Aldo's got to figure a way, man. Jose Aldo's still tough. He's able to go, like, uh, deep into the rounds, and he, he's always dangerous. I've always been a fan. It's a sentimental pick, but come on, Jose, man. <laughs> Pull it off, man. Plus, I was reading, like, ever since they got the UFC rankings, Jose Aldo's always been in the top 10 of a division. He used to be the, the king of featherweight for a, a while. He was ranked there, and now he's, like, I think ranked fifth at bantamweight. Jose Aldo's a legend, man. Come on, man. Let's support Jose. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's going to be it, in you're, that you're top right. 10 forever. Look, he, look, Font is ranked fourth, sure. man. He's up there. Like, you, you've got a point there, Freddie, but, like, honestly – it's a tough one to call, but if I like, I always go with hard, and you, every time I go with hard, I, I, I lose. Uh, you know, we've done that with Jacare. I went with hard. You know, I, you know, Rays. I went with hard. All know, right, which AJ. I thought he won. We, we, anyways, we could go but, on and on about your losses. I mean, that could honestly take all night. Just you talking about <laughs> your losses where you were confused about who should but win. This time, I'm not going with hard. Okay. I'm going with like. You know, I, I Freddie going with the legend Jose Aldo, AJ and I going with Rob Font in the main event on Saturday night. Fred, I hope you keep that uh, let's stick with the legends energy when we talk about the Clay Guida, Leonardo Santos fight. Oof. You picking Clay Guida in that fight too, Fred? You going with the legends? No. He's actually <laughs> younger. Guida's actually younger than Santos. Santos is 41. Guida's like 39. But Guida's been fighting in the UFC since UFC... 64 in 2006, and he's been fighting MMA as a pro since 2003. Guida's been around. Man, he's been around forever, but if you want to see somebody who comes out to fight, man, and put on a show, it's Clay Guida. I love this guy. I respect this guy so much. He really is like, you know, MMA, like, you know, worth spending money on for a ticket. This guy delivers every fight. Even when he loses, he still wins. He, the, the fans love this guy. But you're going up against Santos, who's on a who was he was on a 13 fight winning streak prior to his last um, uh, back in March. So it's going to be hard. That's the thing with Clay Guida, man. You know, he puts everything like on his sleeve. He, he, he fights to the end. 
But I don't know, man. I don't think he has what it takes to beat Santos on this card. I'm not putting him on my parlay, but I think at plus 160, there's some value there. Santos is not that consistent, and Guida, you know, Santos. Whoa, whoa, Dave, I think Guida is such a gamer. Huh? He was what? Yeah, but come on. Over how many years, AJ? Look at those numbers. Yeah, Double yeah. Double check your sure. facts. Santos was on a yes, five-fight winning still. streak. He fought in 2014, 2015, 2016. Didn't fight again until 2019. And that version, you know, look at who he, what he's done in the past two years. He's one and one in the past two years. He got knocked out in his last fight. Let's be honest about who this guy is. In his 40s, he hasn't yeah, done like so Stephen well. Ray. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, but it was a last-minute knockout. But yeah, no, no Grant right. Dawson. But... Grant Dawson knocked him out in his last fight. Oh, Get your fucking facts straight, AJ. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, he beat the Stephen Ray. God damn, I apologize. Okay. I'm still, Take it easy I'm still there, on David. the... I'm still what on the, the even when he loses, you, he wins. Like <laughs> I, I'm always, uh, I, I'm still like baffled by that one. Even when he loses, he wins. I'm not sure how that happens. But well, that's AJ Lott. Listen, man. AJ isn't. No, 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 no. Listen, man. I'm gonna write a book on that, man. Even when you lose, that sounds about the same. Okay. Um. So Guida there. Brad Riddell taking on Rafael Fiziev in the co-main event. That's a tough one. Riddell is ten and one as a pro. Fiziev is ten and one as a pro. Both of these guys are very good and very tough. Uh, Fiziev right now minus one twenty-five, the favorite. Riddell plus one hundred five. I think Riddell. I'm leaning with Riddell in this fight. Really? Okay. It's a yeah. tough one. You see, you say that I was gonna go with Fiziev, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with with my my pick, man. Both guys are very good, man. So. It should be a decent fight, man. He's yeah. a ten and one, man. Seven stoppages, six knockouts. His only loss coming by one. knockout. Fiziev, man. I'm surprised. Yeah. But uh, Brad Riddell beat Magomed Mustafayev, and you know who uh, is the one guy that beat Rafael Fiziev? Magomed Mustafayev. Okay, how about that? So Riddell beat the guy that knocked out Fiziev. That's why I'm going with Riddell. And he's the slight underdog, so I think there's good value there. All right? Yeah, you didn't think about that, AJ. That shut you right up. AJ, I got those facts, and AJ he's like, oh, shit. Dave's right. <laughs> I got to change my pick now. I see you, AJ. I see you wanting to change your pick after that. You're like, oh, shit. No, no, I'm keeping it, man. I'm yeah, keeping it. You, I don't, I'm not a flip-flopper, man. You, you'd like it. to. You'd like I'm not to. backing up. <laughs> uh, uh, Jimmy Crude takes on Jamal Hill on this card. This is an interesting fight oh, as Crute. well. Crude, uh, good ground game. Minus 172, the favorite. Hill plus 140, the dog. Hill's dangerous, though. He's tall. He's lanky. He's got power. I could see this fight going either way. Here's a fight I like. Chris Curtis. This guy came in short notice in his UFC debut Knocked out Phil Haas, who's very tough and very game and very dangerous. The only guy that's beat Chris Curtis are the two top PFL fighters there in the welterweight division, Magomed, Magomed Karimov, and Ray Cooper. Other than that, this guy is smashing through the competition. He's very talented, a hell of a right hand and a left hand. This guy's got great boxing. He's very dangerous. And he's fighting Brendan Allen here, and I think there's a lot of value in... Chris Curtis at plus 266 over at bet99.com. Chris Curtis, the plus 266 underdog. Brendan Allen, minus 350, the favorite. 
they were uh, underestimating Curtis last time, and I think they're underestimating him again. He's my uh, underdog pick of the night. And uh, I could give you my up, parlay Alan? as well. Alan is 25 years old, man, a very well-rounded fighter. So mm -hmm. I, don't know, I don't know if that's the pick of the night, in my opinion, but okay. That's my underdog so. pick of the night, AJ. Get it together. And right. uh, look at what Phil Curtis is, uh, Chris Curtis is doing. He's smashing people, knocking people out left and right. Your boy Brendan Allen is squeaking through with decisions and losing fights by knockout as well to guys like Sean Strickland. Wait till we see what Chris Curtis does with him. We'll see. I got Curtis in that fight. Um, he's my All underdog right. pick. And uh, what else do we have here on this card? Should I just go with the parlay? You want to see Dave's parlay? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Uh, so my lock of the night. Here's my lock of the night. It's Azamat Mursakanov. He's going to be fighting on the prelims against Jared Vandera. And I like Azamat Mursakanov, minus 209, the favorite. He is Dave's lock of the night. That's my guarantee. This guy, Azamat, in the heavyweight division will win. He will win. He's undefeated. He's coming in here. He will smash. Azamat is the lock of the night. So uh, this is the Team Dave parlay. We're going with Azamat, Chris Curtis, Cheyenne Vlizmas, a.k.a. Cheyenne Buys at minus 193. I think she should definitely win as well. And I've got Alonzo Menafield over William Knight at minus 150. 20 bucks on Team Dave parlay. At plus thirteen oh five gets you two hundred eighty one dollars and twenty cents. That's not a bad return on the Team Dave parlay this week. It's a four fight parlay. We're going again with Azamat, Chris Curtis, Cheyenne, and Alonzo. Three favorites and an underdog. It's a four fight parlay. Twenty gets you two eighty one over at bet99.com. Use that promo code Ringside when you sign up. Team Dave. Ho, 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 ho! Sounds good. I know it does. Except for a few. Yeah, whatever. What do you know about it? What do you got? Does Freddie want to go or you want me to go? Go for you. it, AJ. You do it. What do you got? Okay, so picks. I'm going to go with the uh, six-fight parlay. I'm going to go with, uh, obviously, Rob Font. Yeah, man, I go all the okay. way, Dave. I told you, man. Yeah, and you failed um, mostly, but that's okay. What do you got? Rob no, Font? No, 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 no. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, Dave. So let's go with Rob Font. If you want to win, you go with AJ on this. Rob Font. Uh, I'm going with uh, Fiziev, which I don't flip-flop. I'm not changing it. You should, but okay. No, 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 no. And then I'm going to go with uh, Jimmy Crute. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going with Santos. I like Clay Quila. I hate to go against him, but I think Santos is going to come, regardless of how many years it took him to be on a 13-fight winning streak. Then I'm going with Brendan Allen, which I'm kind of surprised. Duh. This kid, man. So I'm going with Brendan Allen, and I think this guy, if he wins, he's going to win by submission. This guy is high-level submission artist, man. But anyways, okay. So Brendan Allen it is. And then uh, I think Mickey Gall is on that card as well. Yeah, against Alex Morono. So I'm going to go with Mickey Gall on this, man. Ooh. I'm going with Mickey. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Oof. If I you was, fight CM Punk, I'm surprised. CM Punk, no fooling around, man. It's very easy to do. I would have gone with Morono big time in that fight. I'm really surprised you're going with Mickey Gall. But, uh, hey, that's AJ's parlay. It's a six-fight parlay. It will definitely lose. But, hey, if you want to roll the dice with AJ, go ahead. Make some money. It's Rob Spont, Rafael Fiziev, Jimmy Crute, Leonardo Santos, Brendan Allen. 
Jeez. Mickey Gall, 20 bucks gets you $519.18. Merry That's Christmas, man. Happy pretty Hanukkah. Big. Gall, Alan, Santos, Krut, Fiziev, and Font. I don't think so, AJ. I don't think so. Freddie, what do you got for us? You never know. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a crazy parlay like AJ a little bit Whoa. different, though. <laughs> I, too, have Fiziev. I'm going to stick with Fiziev, man. I got Jose Aldo because I like Jose Aldo. I got Jimmy Crute. I think he's a good fighter. He should win his fight. I got Dusko. Oh, not Dusko. No. Oh, no. Not Dusko. Oh, he sucks. He's the worst. He's for sure going to lose, Fred. I know he's the favorite, and the guy he's fighting has like five losses in a row or something. But Jackie Piddle. Yeah, Dusko is for sure losing. Dusko, don't I put him Dushko, on your parlay. Oh, no, Fred. I bet you everything in your parlay is going to work except for Dusko. Because he's a curse, yeah, I got that Clay guy. Guido, man. All right, that's nice. I like the old man flavor <laughs> in that parlay. Guida and uh, Aldo, you're really sticking with the legends. So there's Team Friend. With the, the old spice. The legend and the Dushkos. Uh, Fiziev, Aldo, Krut, Dushko, and Guida. <laughs> 20 bucks gets you $532.04. That's the biggest Whoa. payout. Freddy's parlay wow. is the biggest payout, which is surprising. Probably because he bet on Dushko, and the odds should be like, you should get a million bucks if Dushko wins. Cause Dushko. <laughs> well, that's uh, a nice Angelo's impressed with the big parlay, Fred. That was unusual for you. You're usually a two two fight parlay guy, and now uh, Max. And now is going wild. Fred's was that gone wild. Five? Was that five? It was five. Wow. That's a first, man. That's a I first. did the small parlay. I had four. Fred Listen, had five. AJ had six. Wow. Watch watch Freddy's parlay come out because he never goes with five, and this is the one that's going to end up paying out. Listen, it's only the Dushko that gets me nervous as well, but you know mm. what? If he ends up winning, man, and, and Freddy pulls it off, man, that's a good payday, man. 20 bucks. What, five bucks? Oh. Dushko definitely yeah. makes you nervous. Uh, Doug Hepburn wants to know, for a casual fan like myself, is this considered a big UFC event? No. 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 Quite no. simply, Next no. week, man. If Next it's, week. If no. it's at the UFC Apex and there's no fans no. and it's just like in that UFC gym, it's not a big event. If it's called Fight Night, it's not a big event. If it's on pay-per-view and we're doing a watch-along for it, it's a big event. That's basically how you know it's a big event. If we're doing a watch-along, it's a big event. It's a pay-per-view. Uh, the next pay-per-view is next weekend. It'll be UFC 269 in Vegas, December 11th. Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira, UFC lightweight championship on the line. And, guys, I'm going to give you a big one right now for next weekend. And this is going to shock and, and amaze you, okay? And when it what, comes what? through... When it comes through, you will say, God damn it, I can't believe Dave predicted this. This is unbelievable. Dave, are you some sort of fight genius? How did you do this? Let me get my crystal ball. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Next week, UFC 269, I'm about to predict a massive upset. What? Massive. Something that will shock and amaze. Don't am tell me, man. Yep. Uh, you're crazy if you're going to say what you're going to say. I think you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I I... and it's not the main card. It's not the main card you're talking about. No, it is. 
I'm about to make our demand that's going to lose. Plus 566 right now at bet99.com. Plus 566 underdog. The Venezuelan vixen Juliana Pena is putting out Amanda Nunes next weekend. She's going to beat her. She might tap her. She might beat her by decision. We're going to see Anu. Shocker of shockers next weekend. It's Juliana's time. She's been hunting Amanda for years. She's finally got her in her sights. Amanda's been ducking and dodging. This is a bad matchup for her. Juliana's got her. It's Juliana time next weekend. Juliana Pena with wrestling will put Amanda on her back, beat her up, and maybe tap her. But she's going to get key takedowns to win rounds and win the championship. She's going to take out the greatest of all time. Boom. You heard it here first. Team day, like, er, er, 566, plus 566. How much is that? You put 20 bucks on Juliana right now. Fuck everything else. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking, no, David's not going to say Amanda's going to lose. He's not going that way. And Man, you did it. 20 bucks gets you $133.33. Plus Just 556. One Just one nice. fight. Angelo doesn't believe it. No, nope. man. Nobody no, believes I, it. No, Nobody believes it. I don't it. believe it either. I don't believe it either, man. Amanda is going to like continue being the champion. She's going to retire the champion, and that's it. I mean, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to say at first. I'm like, okay, he's going to say that Charles is going to beat Dustin. It's not a okay, big upset. It's a possibility. Not a big upset. But I'm like, there's no way Dave is going to go towards Amanda. It's like, then again, we were there when we saw like uh, Ronda Rousey lose. And no one ever thought she would lose. And boom, we saw it. I called it. And no one else believed me. Now, you're going with Amanda. Uh, you're going against Amanda. I'm surprised, dude. But it's a possibility, man. You're right. Pena's a beast. Pena is a beast. But for you to say that she's going to submit uh, Amanda. Or beat her by decision. If you go with the win. Just listen, a win. If you go with the win. Go with the win and the submission. The no. payoff is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. But... but those are big words, Dave. But we'll see, man. You know what? I'm not going to say anything now. I'm going to study this till next week, and then I'll make my decision. If I see, like, Dave is right, man, I'll, I'll go with you on this. But right now, man, I'm not going with you. But I find that's I'm a just saying, strong of a pick. I feel like there's a ton of value with Juliana Pena. I think this is the fight that she's been working towards her whole career. And she's going to come through. I like Juliana Pena in this fight. I really do. I've been um, a big fan of hers for a long time. I think she's very talented. I think this is her moment. But we'll see next weekend. I mean, if Amanda wins, I won't be shocked either. I won't be shocked, right? It's Amanda. She should win. She's a huge favorite. But uh, I think the odds makers are not giving Juliana enough credit. I think she could definitely win this fight. And I think she will win this fight. Let me look at Dave's future. Nah, he's going to lose. But Doug Hepburn says props for the prop, AJ. Nice crystal ball. <laughs> Listen, by, who was it? Was it Doug that said about, like, is it a big card or whatnot? Listen, at one point, Jose Aldo was, like, the biggest card around, man. Everybody would come to watch this guy's fight. When he, he was, was a champion, like, the main event pay-per-view. When he was a champion. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah, what but... I'm saying is that even though now we're looking at it as not a huge pay-per-view or, uh, sorry, uh, a huge card, it's a fight night. At one point, Aldo was the beast, man. He was the main event of main events. And it's and it's crazy to say now that it's not a great card. When in the past, this guy was the card. And, you know, next week's main event, 269, 
is going to be insane. That's a real huge one. But like, it's crazy. Like looking at Aldo and saying like, ah, it's not, it's not a big card. You know, it's sad, man. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's the way of the game, man. You know, you rise to the top and then if he doesn't win, on Saturday, Aldo, I mean, his career is coming to an end for sure. Yeah, but for us, I mean, longtime fans of the sport, it's a Jose Aldo fight. It's a main event of a UFC show. It's pretty good. It's a like fight it. that, it's a fight I, like that I want to see. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. I, I, I want to see There'll never be a Jose Aldo fight I don't want to see. You know what I mean? Jose Aldo is always a guy you got to tune in and watch because he's fucking Jose Aldo. He's one of the best ever. It's like Anderson Silva. You know, he was interesting until the end because he's Anderson Silva. Was he as good as he was at the end as he was in his prime? Of course not. But you still want to see what he's going to do. So I like Jose Aldo, and, that, and I wish him well, and I hope he wins, but I'm picking against him. And that, and that also goes with, like, <laughs> Santa, man. Listen, Patrick like, C. Hamilton dropping with... a super chat. He says, if I bet against Nunes today with those odds, am I locked in? Or if the odds change, that's what I bet. No, if you bet with those that's odds, you're you locked in. That's what you bet. Whatever whatever yeah, odds you money, bet man. with, you know, those are the odds. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad if it happens, and I, I am predicting it to happen. I think Julianne is going to come through. Plus 556, 20 bucks gets you 133. I might place a wager myself. Listen, put the submission. I want to see how much that pays out. Oof. Because if that ha that's the only thing that I can see happening. If she I actually wins it. I don't see that prop right now. I don't think they have it up yet. Okay. But, but uh, you know, yeah, like, I think you're it talking could happen. About, like, you're looking at, like, you were just talking about, like, the career of fighters that, like, you know, obviously they, they kind of fade out. And you're looking at last week's fight with Frank Mir in the, in the triad, like, combat. You know, and if you look at Frank Mir, and if people have never seen Frank Mir when he was in his prime, I mean, this is a guy that beat Brock Lesnar. You know, when like when no one thought that can happen, and he Mazzagatti fucked up Brock Lesnar's ankle. Yeah, well, Mazz yeah. Mazzagatti fucked is, is up that... there. Brock uh, shouldn't have look, lost that fight. Look, I was there. I was well, there. You know... I was there, AJ. <laughs> he tapped him. What happened? He tapped him, man. Well, wasn't exactly. there like a stand-up at some point? I don't know. There was something weird where Mazzagatti kind of got in Brock's way and stopped him from beating up Frank. Told him he was throwing illegal punches or something. I don't know. Look, man, Bro Brock never Brock lost a fight. No, he never lost. Yeah, he lost He lost a Frank <laughs> no, he here, never man, lost and he was fight. tapping like a... That's the BC yeah, like if he had a. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, no. man. But you know what? Look, Brock Lesnar is one of my favorites, but he lost to Frank Mir. But if you were looking at Frank Mir for the first time saying, oh, this guy was like a, a, an ex-UFC heavyweight fighter or whatever, he looked so bad in that fight. Like, he, like it was terrible. And that's what I'm saying is that again? sometimes... Fred, what well, happened? You were talking Why about are we the back here? Because you were talking about Anderson Silva and we were talking about Aldo and like, you know, yeah. like their time has come and whatnot. And sometimes they should retire earlier than, you know, than they, you know, than, than they should were than you they keep more, going in a sense. Were you more coherent 20 years ago when you were in your prime? What's going on, AJ? <laughs> oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Actually, I was careful, <laughs> Careful, Dave. At his age, it might be insulting to say things like that. Like, you Yeah, know, you it might be, be like a medical condition going on there. Are you all right, AJ? Are you on medication? God, Are you at the point in your I'm life actually, where you take pills? Listen, man. No, I don't need to. I do jujitsu. I take but a lot of pills. I take a bunch of vitamins since we were talking of uh, Joe Rogan, man. Wow. Take vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin is a zinc, exactly. multivitamins. I take uh, uh, the thing for my knee there. I'm trying what, to remember calcium? what it's called there. 
collagen. Listen, but it's important not only I'm the body, on, but uh, eating habits. Stenozolol and uh, Androstein. Something. Well, whatever, whatever Mark McGuire was on, that's what I'm on. It's it's real good. I'm hitting <laughs> home both. runs. My home runs are ridiculous. I don't even play baseball. I just like to hit home runs sometimes. Isn't that like penis enhancers or something like that? Yeah, I have that too, just <laughs> because I like my penis to be as optimal as possible. Who doesn't want their penis enhanced? Listen, bud. Like, you know, when, when I mean, Joe Rogan movie, had a great skit. About like if dick pills actually work, it would take about an hour for somebody to do an overdose. Because I mean, like you're never gonna <laughs> stop. And if it works, I'm just gonna keep taking pills. Are you talking about a penis, a, a pill that makes your penis bigger? Because they advertise yeah. those, right? AJ's taking those. AJ, AJ thought. Hey, no, maybe... Did you hear what I just said, man? No. Listen. I never listened. Who was to the you. guy back in I the day? I to tune you out. I think it was John Holmes. I think Angelo knows for sure. I, I'm sure Doug knows. It's like uh, John Holmes back in the days. I think he had like a 12-inch like uh, baston, you know? But uh, listen, You know man, a lot about male it's porn not, stars. It's a curse. This isn't the first time male porn stars come up on the show. You're always talking about male porn stars for some reason. It's weird. What? You think it's we had like back in the days? You, you think there was like YouTube and like, you know, all these websites, man? It was this. You only had like a few selections and, and everybody knew their names, You think there's porn on man. YouTube? There's plenty of it, but back then there wasn't. No, there isn't. It wasn't that accessible. Not, what are you, you talking about? You don't understand about? the internet. Isn't still, there not still. YouTube? I said there is. There was at one point. Dave. Not on YouTube. There was. No. Trust me. I don't think so. In the early days. I mean, of people YouTube. have uploaded porn to YouTube, which has been like probably yeah. taken down. Yeah, but it's not. That. Yeah, that's it. But it gets flagged. It's not like something. Oh no! It was on. red. Sorry, I, I was talking about RedTube, but that's a different story. Well, Close that's, isn't that a porn site, AJ? I mean, yeah. There's AJ. porn on porn sites. Yep. That makes sense. All right. Yeah, who was that? I just saw uh, John Holmes. You see, Doug does know, man. Dave Doug knows. Know Angelo does not know. Angelo does not know, thankfully. Angelo doesn't um, know. Doug, I'm going to email you after the show about John Holmes. No, no, no. About action figures and uh, where to send them. And then, uh, <laughs> Doug, I will definitely email you after the show, and we will uh, connect on those uh, those cool toys. And if you're in uh, a Walmart or something, look for uh, WWE plush for me. It's a little stuffed Bret Hart, a little stuffed Hulk Hogan. If you see it, what? buy it. In a Walmart? And then, and then send it to me. If you go to a Walmart, you see a little stuffed Bret Hart, buy that shit and send it to Dave. It's Christmas. It's Hanukkah. Come on, man. All I want is a little stuffed Bret Hart for Christmas. Help me out, guys. Fred, I'm talking to you. Go to that Walmart in Brossard. I know there's one. Look around. Do they only sell I mean, them at Walmart? Not, you know the traffic there is to go there, man. Go in the morning. What are you doing? Go to the Toys R Us. How about I know you call them, and if they have it, I'll go get it. You can't call a Walmart and ask them what they have in stock. They don't know what the fuck they're doing at Walmart. They don't know. You call one department, it's all across the other store. They don't know. You can't do that, Walmart. Toys R Us, you can do that. You can call Toys R Us and be like, hey, you got this? And they'll tell you. Walmart, I don't think they know. Just go for it. <laughs> oh. There goes our sponsorship Sorry. with Walmart now. Thanks, Dave. Another one that's gone. I but, go to Walmart um, like every day. I love Walmart. So say that shit. Don't diss them, I just man. did. I'm just saying you can't really call them and find out what they have in stock. It's a big store. The store's too big. There's many different departments. It's hard to figure out. AJ. All right, guys. That's it. Listen. I'm, I'm done. Listen, I'm not wait, wait, talking wait, about thing, Walmart. Thing, last no. Thing. No, no. You're done, thing. AJ. Listen, last thing. No, no, last thing. You were talking about Bret Hart, and I just wanted – we were talking, like, before the uh, the show started, and I, I know that Johnny's probably listening, 
And I'm telling you, Johnny, I found your long-lost brother. I'm just saying, bud, I'm just saying, I've never seen a guy who looks exactly like someone else other than a twin. I've seen your double. I've talked to your double. I'm going to try to take a picture with this double. And I'm telling you, when I send it to Dave, Dave is not going to know the difference between this guy and Johnny North because I've seen the exact twin. And Johnny's no small guy. He's got his long hair, his ponytail, ponytail and his abs and, and muscles and all that kind of stuff. This guy was the identical Johnny North. Looked like him. Talked like you him. Check the guy's so abs. Confused. No wonder he thought you Dude, were weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I told him, listen, but I got to take a picture with you because I got to send it. But anyways, we're going to take the picture next time. But I'm telling you, he's a younger version of Johnny by a couple of years. But I'm telling you. So what did he say when you said I, you wanted a picture? What was his response? Like, yeah, when you asked a stranger like, oh, man if you, just, you, that you wanted a picture of him because like, you really liked the way he looked. Because Johnny, just like Johnny would say, he was like, okay, cool, man. I said, okay, not today. We'll do it next time we come back to the gym. But I said, we're taking a picture. And he's like, okay, cool. Just like Johnny would say. I'm telling you, I was like, I'm like, this guy, I'm telling you, I'm still freaked out, man. I've never seen a guy who looked exactly like someone else to the, to Johnny North. Like, Did you his, call him? It was weird. Before you were talking about called, him, did you say doppelganger? Yeah, doppelganger. It's a doppelganger. What is it? But I like double. That's what ganger. I said, man. No, you said you said double. <laughs> you didn't say doppel. Did you I said double. double. That's exactly double ganger. What I said. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, not exactly. that's not the word. It's doppel. It's not double. That's exactly makes, what I. Double makes see. sense, but that's not what it is. Hey, no, 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 no. it's not double ganger. The way ganger. they say it. No, no, no. The way they say it. Double ganger sounds like, like porn like, again, man. I'm there you not go. Sure. <laughs> she got double ganged. <laughs> she got double ganged. Part two. <laughs> Part two, man. YouTube, There's always a part we're off, two. We're off air. There's always a part There's two. I don't know why that two. is. <laughs> but I think if you miss the part one, you don't really need to see it. It's fine if you see the part two only. Part two is kind of similar to part one, just a little longer. But, you know, listen, Johnny, I'm going to send you that pick. You're going to flip out, bro. I just found your new tag team partner. Double ganger. We're going to call him Johnny South. Johnny Let's... North with Johnny South. <laughs> and then we could call the tag team Double Ganger. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, do you want to come watch uh, wrestling with me next Friday, AJ? Yeah, you know what? Another Johnny in, North uh, MEW show. I've got tickets for us if you want to come. Yeah, we're gonna bring we're gonna bring PR Mark with us again. He's been okay. looking forward. He's been like flipping out. Can you get a ticket for me and uh, PR? No. Okay, so give me a ticket and PR Mark will pay for his own again. Yeah, that's it. Same deal. <laughs> uh, but we will be going there uh, next Friday. Same place, same deal. Next Friday. Wow. Okay. You down? Listen, give a little bit, of, give a bit of promo for that, Dave. Give, M -E -W, give a shout out to the wrestling show. MEWWrestling.com. -E uh Johnny will be uh, on the show, and AJ and I will be attending the show to see Johnny, and that'll be next Friday night, and you can get more info and tickets at MEWWrestling.com. What? Coach, let, coach, let me in. You know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get the double ganger of Johnny South to come to the show. I swear, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. Sorry. Okay. That sounds good. G good plan. <laughs> AJ, all right. I'll be back with Johnny North, the real Johnny North, tomorrow night uh, after SmackDown, 10 p.m. Eastern on Wrestling Uncensored. We'll be recapping everything that happened on SmackDown and watching AEW Rampage with you. Okay? All right, then. Uh, Patrick okay. C. Hamilton, Super Chat Leader of the Night. Thank you, Patrick. Doug Hepburn, thank you for dropping a Super Chat, and I'll email you after the show. Angelo Contagonis, thank you as well. Appreciate you. 
Although this is usually the time when Angelo swoops in and steals the super chat leader of the night from somebody. But I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's No, letting... man, you listen, listen. It's okay, but I think he's letting we Patrick love do it. We love everybody. Listen, man. I, I think Angelo is always playing with a double whammy. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. And uh, we are going to wrap up this sucker. Don't forget to like this video. Whoa, look at that. That's new. Subscribe to the channel. What? Wow. That's, that's us. And click the bell so you get notified every time we are nice. on. And oh, again, wait, Dave. Dave. What? I keep trying to finish give, uh, the show. I know, but I was going to, well, since you brought it up, like, we got to give a shout out to Antoinette in Toronto. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Antoinette. <laughs> Freddie, man, no words, man. Freddie's birthday, like, Antoinette, man. Uh, are, are you good? Are we good? We're you good. done, AJ? I'm good. I said happy birthday. Uh, I'm just asking AJ. I'm just wondering if AJ has anything more because he's going to interrupt me here. No, I'm okay. I'm, I'm not going to sleep. I'm so tired, bud. I'm so tired, bud. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. you. And I'll see you again tomorrow night after SmackDown.